0: Earth I'm in a freezing cold air-conditioned room at the moment as I'm chatting to you and I'm thinking about places that could be colder to be, and one of the colder places could be an igloo. I would like to talk to you today about igloos. Why are we talking about igloos? Because they're fascinating. So there's the basic parts of an igloo. There's the living area, there's a little tunnel to crawl in and out, and there's a little window, and there might be a little air hole. What is an igloo? We're definitely not going to see any of them here in Hong Kong. An igloo is a shelter made from blocks of snow placed on top of each other, often in kind of a dome shape. And these used to be used in winter as temporary shelters by hunters as they were away from their regular homes in different climates. But of course, an igloo is not just an Inuit snow hut. You may think of an igloo pretty easily, but this doesn't actually encompass the full meaning of the word. Although there are some Inuit people, and you may remember we've chatted about indigenous peoples on the program before, have lived or live in dome-shaped buildings that are almost exclusively made from snow and ice. The word igloo actually means any type of structure where people live. Therefore, if you live in a mansion or a studio apartment, technically if you're speaking in Inuit, you reside in an igloo. Now what happens is snow is used because there's air pockets trapped inside blocks of snow that make it actually quite insulating. So even though on the outside temperatures could be like minus 45 degrees Celsius, on the inside of a snow igloo the temperature could be up to 16 degrees Celsius just because it's warmed by body heat. Now there are three traditional types of igloos and they're all different sizes and used for all different purposes the smallest igloos were constructed as temporary shelters and these were only used for like a night or two and these were built and used during hunting trips and often on open sea ice so you needed somewhere to shelter you from the wind that would come across the top of the frozen sea ice then you have sort of medium-sized igloos now these were sort of semi-permanent for kind of families together and this was a single room that could house one or two families and often there were several of these in a sort of small area and they kind of had a little igloo village Then you have these larger igloos, which were normally built in groups of two. One of the buildings was a temporary structure for sort of special occasions, and the other was nearby for living. These might have had up to five rooms and housed up to 20 people. Now, a large igloo could have been constructed from several small igloos attached by their tunnels, which sounds fascinating and incredibly fun. And this is where you used to hold community feasts and traditional dances. Now, if we talk about how they're made, so snow used to build an igloo must have enough structural strength to be cut and stacked appropriately. The best snow to use for this purpose is snow that's been blown by a wind because it's been compacted and interlocked these ice crystals. Then you leave a hole in the snow where the blocks are cut, and that's usually used as the lower half of the shelter. Sometimes you have a short tunnel that's constructed at the entrance to reduce wind and heat loss when the doors open. Now, snow's effective insulating properties mean that, as I said, inside of the igloo you can actually be quite warm, even though technically you're living in a snow house. Another way that people would keep these warm would be using animal skins. So Inuit people would often have caribou furs, which is kind of like a big beast that roams the icy plains, And they would reuse every part of that animal because they were very efficient societies. And they would use these animal skins to keep the warm air in as well fascinating fact is that an igloo that is built correctly will support the weight of a person standing on its roof they're really really strong and inside there'd be a sleeping platform which is a raised area because warm air rises and cooler air settles if you were just raised a little bit in the igloo as it warms up that warm air would keep the top bit a little bit warmer than sleeping directly on the floor so Fascinating thinking about how other people live in the world and the fact that if we're speaking an in Inuit, we all live in an igloo. Until next time, bye bye. Common room with Alison Howe. Common room with Alison Howe.